Welcome to the Illuminating Lives podcast. I'm Israel Smith, well-being and resilience coach for high-achieving, successful dads who want more meaning and purpose in their lives without the stress, burnout, and overwork. I'll share how you can make simple changes to your mindset, habits, and choices to stop those racing thoughts and angry outbursts and create more time, more energy, more balance, and a lighter, calmer head and heart. This podcast is for you if you're ready to learn how to thrive in our uncertain world, prioritize your own well-being and mental health, improve your relationships with your partner and kids, rediscover some fun, and get back on track to living your best life every day. I'm stoked you're here. Welcome back, dear listener. It's the Illuminating Lives podcast. I'm Israel Smith, your host, and I'm stoked to have you here. Thank you for joining me for another episode, number five in season five, fifth of the fifth for whatever that means. Today, let's get curious. Today, I want to ask you the question, what are you curious about? And let's together commit to letting our curiosity lead us. I'm doing this as much as I can in my life, but that's why I titled this episode, Let Your Curiosity Lead You. What are you curious about? Why does this even matter? What the hell is this guy going on about? Let's get started, all right? So, I want to begin with a definition. Curiosity, as told by, goodness me, the American Heritage Dictionary of the English Language, which is what came up straight away in my browser when I said, define curiosity. It's a noun. It's a thing. And number one, a desire to know or learn. How beautiful and simple is that? A desire to know or learn. Curiosity is wanting to know or to learn about something, someone, an object, a process, a person. All right. Now, whether that is because of, you know, it's extreme novel or uniqueness or whether it's just because it's mundane, it doesn't matter. But when we get curious, it's because we want to know more. We want to lean in. We want to find out. So, why does this even matter? I've been reflecting on this because I have kids. One of them's a teenager. She's turning 17 in a matter of like two months. And my other one has just started high school. So, they're both in a really fascinating phase of life. And I am noticing in myself that a bad habit has crept into my communications with them. So, I'm working on this. The habit is this. I think I know best. I think I know what path the conversation is going to take. And consequently, I've slipped into this habit of cutting them off and not letting them express themselves and not letting them tell their truth or their side of the story because I think I know best. Now, I'm sure you can hear as you listen to this just how foolish this approach is, right? It doesn't, you don't need to be a a friggin' rocket scientist to be able to see that this is a highway to disaster. But sometimes we need a little shake up. And I was having a chat with my youngest sister, hi Brie, about this and about how she works with clients in a kind of uh, counselling, psychology, social work support sort of space. I'm doing a terrible job of describing her role. She's amazing at what she does, but she helps people who sometimes have really intense emotions. And part of how she helps them handle that, I, I learned the other day, is that she just lets them go. So, if someone's having a real meltdown or someone's got so much anger and rage, she's like, cool, get it all out. No, get louder. No, yell more, fire up. And in that process, 
they start to understand themselves better and they know what their range is. They know what their thresholds are about when it goes too far for themselves, when they risk hurting themselves with their emotions versus when it's in a safe range. And sometimes for some of these kids that she works with, they haven't had a safe experience of being able to express their emotions. And that hit me like a punch in the gut. And I went, oh, I do that to my kids. I shut them down when they get emotional because I think I know best or because I don't want them to really ramp up on me when actually they need to fully express the range of their emotions. And as I've been exploring this in myself, it's prompted me to ask the question, what can I get curious about? Instead of coming to the conversation with my kids as though I have all the answers, as though I know best, which I don't, clearly. I'm the first person to put my hand up and say I'm figuring shit out just as much as the next person. But my curiosity is like, it's like the holy grail. If I can stay curious and just learn and be open and try and understand as best as I can, follow that definition, you know, desire to know and learn, then I have a far better chance of really connecting with my kids, really uncovering what's going on and getting into their world, right? So, my curiosity in relationships and in communication, I'm starting to learn is a real boost. It's a really wonderful skill to cultivate because that curiosity in those situations helps create a deeper connection. It helps create better, more peaceful, but also more productive communication rather than being, you know, adversarial almost and, and creating a conflict by disallowing them to express themselves or, or cutting things off. I'm learning that curiosity is the path. And the more I started reflecting on that, the more I started to think about how curiosity is actually the path that we really ought to follow in a lot of areas of our life. Coming to learn about ourselves. What are we interested in? What do we like? What don't we like? What motivates us? What do we need to know about ourselves to be our best, right? This year has also been a process of curiosity for me about my own habits relating to health and well-being. Um, I've mentioned in previous episodes last year especially that I really wanted to shed a bit of weight and I wanted to get a bit healthier. And so, that's actually prompted me to start a new practice of creating better habits. And I've had to get curious about, okay, well, what are the things that are likely to stop me here? What are some of the roadblocks that my brain is going to put up or that my current environment is going to lead me away from or towards? Getting curious has helped me build better habits about meditation, better habits about um, exercise daily or as close to daily as I possibly can. And it's helped me get to know myself also my own emotional and mental and energy patterns, right? I get, and I've seen this consistently the last three or four times, I get thrown for a loop around the new moon and sometimes around the full moon. Something about the energy of those two moon cycles, it just sends me out of my normal center. It takes me out of my normal groove that I'm in and it throws me for a bit of a loop. So, I'm getting curious about what do I need to do to manage myself and to give myself what I need through those phases. So, curiosity 
is a tool that we can use to better understand ourselves as well as create better connection and communication in our relationships. But I've also used curiosity with some of my clients. So some of my clients have lived lives where they've not really ever been allowed or encouraged to simply play and have fun and explore new hobbies or new activities or new sports or new things. And it's absolutely critically essential as humans that we have some sort of fun or joy or play in our life. It's not just the domain of kids. For us to live a really healthy, really well-rounded life, we need to have some of those moments of joy and fun and play, ideally every day, but at least something each week that we can look forward to that simply gives us the sheer joy of being. Now, for people whose play and joy and fun centers have been kind of atrophied through the pressure of society and business and family and expectations and all that kind of stuff, where do we start then? Well, we start with curiosity. What are you interested in? What are some things that intrigue you, that pique your interest, that get you wanting to desiring to know or to learn more. And so, you know, I'm thinking about one of my clients in particular here. When I asked him, what do you do for fun? He said, I have no idea. What do you do? What are your hobbies? I don't have any. Okay. So then I said, well, what are some things that you're curious about? And he said, I- I'm really fascinated by space. I said, awesome. Let's write that down. And that can be a starting point. Let your curiosity lead you into wherever that goes. Now, as it turned out, he wrote that down and within two weeks, purely by chance, he met someone at a networking event who happened to run a company responsible for launching satellites. Bingo. He had a great opportunity to connect with this person and he just told me about the conversation being so interesting and so uplifting because it was satisfying his curiosity and it was giving him something fun and playful and not related to any aspect of his other life or to the rest of his life. So that's the power of curiosity when it comes to play and fun, letting our curiosity lead us to what we're interested in, what what we find fascinating, right? It's, it's It's like a shortcut back to our sense of childlike wonder, right? Where we go somewhere new and we're just like wide eyed going, wow. Look at this. You know, that, that sense of fascination, that sense of awe comes from, at its heart, curiosity, wanting to learn more about the world, right? Now, the other thing about curiosity that I've been reflecting on is that we need to embrace the idea that we don't know. And this is, for me especially, I'm saying this just as much as for you. I need to embrace the, the truth that I have no freaking idea what is going on for my kids. I have no idea what it's like to be a 12 or a nearly 17 year old moving through the world in their various spaces, dealing with what's going on for them at school, with their friend groups, online, whatever. I have no concept, right? No frame of reference for that because I'm 45. For me, that was a minimum of like 30 years ago, right? Or 28-ish. And I have no concept, right, of what being a teenager in 2023 is like. So, choosing the path of embracing not knowing and allowing myself to find out and to learn, to be open, to be 
unattached to the outcomes, to be willing to experiment. All of these things are part of letting our curiosity lead us. It's like that that crazy lightness that we have in a new environment or a new situation where we just are able to fully be present in that moment of something new and just go, oh, this is just extraordinary, right? Again, it's rooted in curiosity and learning and being. Here's the shadow side of this conversation. When we are no longer curious about ourselves, about our partners, about our children, about our work, about our our lives, about the world, about our communities. When our I'll get there eventually. When our curiosity dies, or when it is stifled, or when it atrophies, then we atrophy as people. We are kept alive. We are kept vital. We are moving beyond the realm of simply existing, we get into the space of truly living that rich, exciting life when we have curiosity, right? Travel is a beautiful example of being curious. Where does this laneway go? What happens in this building? Why is this town situated where it is? What does that custom mean? What are the people doing over there? You know, it's, it's like every part of travel, as an example, is just about learning and immersing ourselves in something new and unfamiliar. And if you've done any traveling at all, then your likely experience is that it was quite joyful and quite fun. Now, look, we all have shit times and shit stories, and I've got plenty of terrible traveling stories I can tell you, but I guarantee in my experience and probably in yours and in the majority of people's, Our travel experiences, if you've been fortunate enough to travel, have been positive because we've been learning, because we've been growing, because we've been exploring new things and allowing our curiosity to lead us, right? Sitting in that childlike wonder and fascination and just just being exposed to new stuff. So, it's, it's almost like curiosity is the fountain of youth, right? The people who are in calendar years very old, but in spirit very young, are the people who are interested, excited, wondering about the world, right? There's there's some guys that I surf with at my local beach who are in well into their late 60s, early 70s. And some of them have such a twinkle in their eye of, of vitality and energy and spark they actually put some of my peers to shame with how how much joy and energy they have in their day. And I truly believe it's because they look at the world through a lens of being curious. What if, you know, learn as much as I can, stay open to new experiences, all that kind of stuff. Now, if we let our curiosity lead us, who knows where we are going to end up. That is part of the fun. That is part of the point, right? Our life, I believe our life is to teach us what it means to love and to experience all of the different emotions of being human, but it's also 
to teach us how to learn and how to be open to new experiences and to collect a tapestry of lived experiences that become comforting to us and that become like the the fuel for a rich and thriving elderly phase in our life. You might be wondering how the bloody hell do we tap into curiosity? So I've got a bit of a primer, right? Like a bit of a simple simple way to to step into being curious, particularly if it's unfamiliar territory. So I want you to start here. We want to be as peaceful and as open as possible. So that means we let go of our expectations. We let go of what we think we know. We allow ourselves to be in that blank canvas space of I don't know. That's the starting point. It's like the beginner's mind concept, right? Where it's literally we are learning a new skill. We are learning something new about ourselves or about the world. But let's just call it about ourselves and about this skill for now. Right? We need to release those expectations, release our attachments, release the kind of idea that we know anything really. And when we start from that place, when we get ourselves into that sort of as much as possible, that emptiness, then we can ask, what do I want to know? What do I find fascinating? What is interesting to me? Where would I like to go? Who would I like to meet? What cultures would I like to experience? What parts of the world catch my interest or intrigue me? It might be like, I don't know, like earthworm farming. I have no idea. (laughs) And there's no judgment here. The point is, whatever we are curious about becomes its own reward as we begin to learn about it as we begin to know more about it and you know asking those questions literally taking a spirit of inquiry you know the what is it the six w's and one h what where when why who maybe it's five w's and one h and how i forget (laughs) i forget it's been a long time since i did that journalism course but all those questions right if we ask them of ourselves and just about anything right anything that we we get curious about how do they make solar panels what happens if i add walnuts to this recipe who do i want to connect with and spend more time learning from what activities sports fun things do i want to experience right like when i look at my life All of the things that I do for fun started with this curiosity, right? Making surfboards, learning to surf, playing basketball, riding a skateboard, playing video games, watching movies. All of them started with, oh, I wonder what that's like. I wonder what that's like. And then something clicked and I went, oh, that's actually kind of good. I like it. I want to do more. I want to learn more. I want to get deeper into this. Right, I'm learning to make and making surfboard number two at the moment because I enjoyed the process of making surfboard number one so bloody much. So we ask these questions and I really encourage you to set aside some time. If this is unfamiliar, if the whole idea of curiosity is foreign to you, set aside some time, get a notepad and a pen and just write without censoring yourself, without inhibiting yourself. 
right into that curious place. What am I interested in? What am I curious about? What do I want to know more about? Where could I learn? You know, what skills do I want to pick up? What hobbies do I want to try? Maybe it's sewing. Maybe it's making model trains, right? Maybe you want to learn how to surf. I have no idea. But the point is, this is for you to explore. And then lastly, and this is the most important piece, having a list is great, but it is meaningless unless you take action. So you need to use that curiosity, let it lead you, and then follow that up with action. So the simplest way to get started is to ask yourself the question, what is the smallest step I can take, the smallest action I can take to begin to learn more about this topic? And I really encourage you to get super simple here. It might just be type it into Google and read the first five things that come up. It might be talk to someone in your local community about whatever it is. It might be watch a movie. It might be who knows. But if you are interested in exploring your curiosity, letting it lead you for all of the reasons I spoke about, better connection, better relationships, a deeper understanding of ourselves, play, joy, fun, reconnecting to our childlike wonder, all of these things. If you want to like get stuck into this stuff, and as I just sort of recapped, I was thinking, damn, curiosity is powerful. This has got the, the key to some really cool things. You've got to take action. Nothing happens until you move your butt and do something, right? So, with all of the love, pick one thing on your list and don't procrastinate. Take action. Do something to move that curiosity forward, to learn, to, you know, just fulfill on the questions that you've, you've asked yourself, to begin finding those answers. And... Your curiosity will lead you to the next steps and the next steps, right? This is the power of being curious as a practice, as a way of life, and then letting that lead you in different directions. Honestly, your, <laughs> your curiosity, I just remembered another thing that I did that actually became a huge part of my life. I wanted to learn about using an SLR camera, and that was prompted by going to Hawaii on my first big serious holiday with my now wife when we were just dating it was like the first big trip we planned together other than like a weekend away here or there we went oh let's go overseas this is a big step for us let's go on a big holiday that we planned together and see hawaii so we we traveled for nearly two weeks did like a whole bunch of wonderful things on three different islands in hawaii but before we left i was like i want to learn how to use a camera i want to get a decent camera and i want to learn how to use it for this holiday and that curiosity led me to get so fascinated by photography that I actually subsequently became a professional photographer for about 12 years. So this thing we're talking about, this curiosity, you have no idea where that might lead you. But I want you to be open to the process and I want you to explore it because curiosity is vital in our life. To live the wonderful, beautiful life we want to live, we've got to allow ourselves to be curious. And if there's a fear in you about, well, if I follow my curiosity, then what happens? I really encourage you to skip back a couple of episodes and listen to the one called How to Handle Change Like a Legend. 
because that episode gives you everything you need to gently, safely, comfortably hold yourself steady as you embark upon something new, as you embrace a bit of change. I'm sending you so much love and so much gratitude. Thank you for joining me. I hope this has been fun and interesting. I hope it has piqued your curiosity about yourself and about what you might want to learn in your life. But I promise you, curiosity is like magic pixie dust. Follow it, let it lead you, and then see what comes of it and how amazing your life becomes. Lots of love to you. I'll see you on the next episode. Have an amazing day wherever you are. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode. Since you're still listening, you're probably the kind of person who loves to get the most out of everything in life. So let's have a conversation about that. I want to invite you to book in a 30-minute clarity session with me where we can talk about what you want, what's in the way, and what the next steps look like. Plus, we can also have a chat about how I work and if we're the right fit to work together. So take a minute now, jump over to my website at israelsmith.com slash coachme and grab a spot on my calendar. Let me help you get the most out of your life, your work, and your relationships. And the first place to start is with a clarity session. That's israelsmith.com slash coachme. I look forward to hearing from you soon.